it's the little steps that we take in supporting ourselves with non-negotiables, with the daily morning rituals and evening routines. Like that's really what it's all about. Because at the end of the day, when you lay down and close your eyes, like it's not about being perfect. It's not, it's not about who you made happy and whatnot. It's about, do you feel good about who you were for the day? Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. I want to introduce you to my gal, Jessica Bergio. Now, she was also on The Get Up Girl podcast a couple weeks ago. Hopefully, you've heard that episode already. It was just the both of us. And today's episode is taken from Slay Gals. It was a fundraiser that we did for the Silent Essential Worker back in December of 2020. There were six speakers, and I have been putting out speaker by speaker. Maybe you've already caught some of them. So today is Jessica's talk, and she talks about her non-negotiables. And it's really important because I would always think of non-negotiables almost like habits, and they're completely different. You know, I'm the habit girl. And so I'm really getting clearer on my personal non-negotiables. And it's interesting that when I get clear with them, they start to come up right? It's like a mirror in your life. And similar to the word, my word that I chose for 2021, which is and, and then I also have other words that I've chosen as well. And another word that I have for 2021 is unhide. And it's so interesting that when I start to study something, it begins to come up and surface. And so that's what I see with non-negotiables with Jessica Bergio. And she also has her podcast as well. Jessica's podcast is called Beauty Inspires Beauty. So if you find her really interesting here, I highly recommend that you follow and subscribe to her podcast. Today, she talks about how you can protect your energy, how you can have people trust you and your product. That's very important, you know, when you're on Instagram and you're talking to your, you know, your followers and giving yourself full permission to be yourself. Just like I talked about, I think 2021 for me is really giving myself 100% full permission to choose me and to be me. And I'm like, what does that look like? Like, what does that really, really look like? Because I think that I am. And this really brought that up for me. So here is your excerpt with Jessica Bergio from Slay Gals of 2020. All right, we're on to our last speaker. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready for Jessica Bergio, girl? She, she's in the San Diego area. I wish we were closer because we would hang out. Jessica is a girl's girl as well. She's going to tell you like it is with so much love. She's similar to as I. She's like, I'm not going to go down there with you, but let's go, girl. Let's get it together. She's going to talk all today about non-negotiables. They're different than habits. So I've been working on my non-negotiables because I thought they were the same and they're not. She also has a podcast called Beauty Inspires Beauty. 
And she, if so, if you want the same kind of butt kicking, go to her. She's a beauty mentor. She has her own salon as well. This girl, watch out. Put your virtual hands together for Jessica Bergio. Um, is anybody else a little hot? I'm like a little sweaty after listening to Dr. Brandy. I'm not going to lie. I might be a little nervous, but I think I'm a little sweaty from all that. Joanna, good, um, good last question, by the way. Um, <clears throat> so now that we've all gathered ourselves and had a good warm up, I have to say, Joanna, thank you so much for putting this together. Um, these are the kind of things that I like live for and would shove my son on the couch and ignore him for four hours for, um, just kidding. But these are the kind of things that I used to never make time for because I was too busy. And I have been a stylist behind the chair for 20 years and talk about being busy. Like Dr. Brandy, like all of you guys, some of you guys are moms. Some of you guys run businesses. Some of you guys do both. Um, for me, creating non-negotiables has been a game changer in my life. And I a hundred percent can say, I did not even really know what those were. I didn't know how to implement them or, um, enforce them for myself. Uh, and I, I, I spent many years like Joanna was saying, and some of the other speakers saying yes to things that I should be saying no to. And so for me, what non-negotiables and really daily rituals mean is a way to protect my energy and kind of earlier, I think, um, Stephanie and Monica both kind of touched on this, like in our businesses, people want to know, like, and trust us. For me, I want to know, like, and trust myself first. So if you don't know, like, and trust yourself first, how can you expect anybody else to know, like, and trust you or believe in whatever it is that you have to sell or share or teach them or any of that? And for me, I was taught, well, fucking fake it till you make it, you know, throw that lipstick on. And even if you don't really know what you're doing or saying, you just figure it out. And strong arming shit, um, was just what I did. I put my head down, I grinded it out, I worked, I did what I was told. Um, and I can't exactly say that served me well. I came from a mom who had me at a super young age at 18 and she grinded and did everything she needed to do, but she also tried to be my dad too. So I grew up with a mom who was very, very masculine and I didn't realize growing up that she was trying to be both parents. She was trying to be my mom and my dad. And it wasn't until I was grown that she said something like that to me. And for so many years, she had told me to be more feminine, to be more girly, to not be so loud and in people's face. And why do you have to cuss so much? And why do you have your nose pierced? And why do you have tattoos? And, you know, why don't you watch what you're saying and be more, you know, just, she was always trying to put me in a box of like perfectionism. So as a result, I am a recovering perfectionist that just really realized I was a perfectionist. Um, and in that perfectionism, I pushed that on other people. And it was like, if they didn't live up to my expectations, then I, I was let down or I, was, I felt some type of way. And it wasn't until I started to look around at what was kind of happening in my life and my business and realized it wasn't about them, it was about me. I, I was blaming and putting things on other people for me not accomplishing my goals or my dreams or any of the other things. And it wasn't until I gave myself full permission to be myself that I started to love myself a little bit more. And I started to realize that saying yes to everybody else and yes to everything else was hurting me more than it was helping me. And so my personal development journey started a couple of years ago, six, seven years ago, when I met a girl named Lori Harder. And I had 
started down the path of fitness and in doing that, what does fitness bring out in you? Sometimes the worst, because for me, competitive bodybuilding showed me what my body could look like as that athlete. And from that point forward, nothing was ever good enough. So I almost fucked myself up by going too far one way. And it was hard to come back to look at myself as I am now, which is healthy. And, um, you know, I feel pretty good in my skin, but that took me so many years because I saw what I was capable of doing. And I think we do that a lot when we look on social media and we see what other people are putting out there. We see their step 20 and we compare it to our step one. And it's just, it's unfortunate that we have a platform like this that makes us feel less than rather than inspiring us to take action or whatnot. And I think it does inspire some of us to take action and grow and be better, but a lot of times it can have a reverse effect. And I know it has done that for me over the years. So staying around groups of women like this, that Joanna is putting together just is a a great reminder that you are perfect exactly the way you are. Of course, we're going to find some things in ourselves that we don't love all the time, but if you can wake up every morning and put a couple marbles in that jar, like, like, like Sylvia was saying earlier, that's what really matters. It's those small needle moving things that build the confidence in you for you to show up big for other people. So how many people in this group have a business that they run, whether it's online or brick and mortar or whatnot? Can you drop in the comments so I can see kind of what you guys do and what you are up to? Because I think, I think for me, creating non-negotiables and setting up daily rituals was a solid way for me to build trust in myself. So for me, what that looks like is I've sat down and decided what I want my morning to feel like when I wake up and how I want to feel when I go to sleep. So Monica, like you, I struggled with being able to connect with a partner because my brain was always in the masculine of uh, doing, 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 doing. I always thought I had to keep doing in order to then get there. And it's really so much I've learned about being. So who do you get to be every day versus what do you have to do? So it's in the being that we can step into our feminine energy. I can still be loud. I can still wear, you know, my hair, however I want. I can still have all the tattoos. I can still be a little masculine if I want, but when you flow into more of that feminine being, you have a little bit more love and self-trust for yourself. And so I love how all of these have tied in. I'm going to just go over my notes because I don't know if Joanna realized what she had done or if each speaker just spoke off the next thing. Um, and you guys can see what everybody in this group does. And I think a lot of times we are surrounded by everything that we need. And whenever I get put into a group of women, everyone around me is exactly who I need to be connected with. So I want you guys to take a look at what everybody does in this group and just see how different we all are, but we're all still the same in some way. So look at so many different ones. I love this. At the end of the day, it looks like everybody is in the giving, right? We're in the giving, we're in the doing business coach, cleaning company, a mindset coach, virtual fitness studio, preschool, God bless you, night nurse. Oh my goodness. Retail store manager, energy healer, makeup artist, travel advisor. So we all are taking care of other people. So when Sylvia reminded us to trust ourselves, she reminded us that we are worthy and we're dope as fuck. And so for me to feel worthy and dope as fuck, my non-negotiables in the morning are waking up an hour before my entire family and sitting with myself, drinking coffee and doing some form of movement. So for me, I can't really sit and meditate 
I have to be moving. It's like a movie meditation. So I'm either stretching or I'm riding my bike or I go out for a walk or I go for a run. To me, I can incorporate my me time along with my meditation in movement. And Joanna and I kind of share that we were up early. We're always DMing each other at like 5, 530. Girl, you up, you awake, what are you doing? And it was in a conversation actually that her and I had when we were talking about non-negotiables and kind of creating rituals. She asked me, she goes, you know, my morning routine is on point. Like I show up every morning and it is on point. I get this, this, and this done. And I feel so good about myself. She's like, but what I struggle with is my evening routine. And how many of you guys struggle with more of an evening routine than a morning routine? Even if you're not a morning person. An evening routine for me was difficult until I had my son, because by the time 830 rolled around and he was asleep, I was done. And some of the best advice that I got as a new mom was when your kid sleeps, you should sleep. The laundry can wait. The cleaning can wait. All the other bullshit can wait because you need your rest. You need your you time. So like Sylvia was saying, maybe you do need to put that email in for your boss. Maybe you do need to do this or that, but you promised yourself that you would go to sleep tonight early. Like, could you wake up 30 minutes earlier if you went to bed right now and do that email? Like there are certain things that are non-negotiables for me, like getting up early, the movement and going to sleep at a reasonable time. You know, it doesn't mean I can't stay up late when there's something good going on or if there's a good show on, but there's that balance of things that you're committed to doing versus things that you just put on the back burner. So I want you guys to just for a second, I have a little, little worksheet that we can do together. It's part of, um, a course that I teach. And the very first module in this course is creating non-negotiables and rituals. So without people having those in place, I find that they struggle or they fall off. And this is a, a very good thing to like, think about as we go into the new year, because so many people are done with 2020, but guess what? January one, ain't nothing going to be different. It's going to be the same shit we're living in right now. And it is up to you to show up as the highest version of yourself. And like Stephanie, I channeled, I, she had red lipstick. I don't know if you guys noticed when I sat down, I did not have my red lip on. I was like, oh, oh, okay. What if, okay. I'm a, what am I a game? I'll be right back. I wouldn't have got my red lipstick on it. I feel good now. And I have to just show you because I am one of those people. I have my sparkle pants on too. I'm, you know, and that's one of the things before we get to this worksheet that in the salon business, Salon game is no joke, right? I got into the beauty industry. Do you think it's okay for me to show up without my hair and makeup done? Would you want to come to me to get your hair done? And I was in my pajamas and I didn't have my hair and makeup done. No, you come in to see me to see what I'm wearing, the latest trends. What are you wearing? What do you, oh, how did you cut your hair? Like that's what people come to us for. And it's crazy to me that I have stylists that I still work with to this day that will show up with no makeup. I get that we have to wear a mask. Bitch, I still have a full face of makeup on under here because you never know who you're going to see. And there was this Michael Jordan quote one time that I read that even when he's staying in hotels, when he travels, when he goes downstairs to get something from the bar or whatnot, he puts his suit on because he never knows who he's going to see. Motherfucker's a billionaire. He doesn't need to be looking nice for anybody, but it's just still who he is. And so that is who I've embodied. And I do have my mom to thank for that. You know, she was constantly like, make sure your lipstick's on, make sure your hair is done. And that is part of that perfectionist in me that I do always want to look good, but it is a difference now. I want to look good because it makes me feel more confident. I want to look good because it makes me feel good. Like I wear outfits sometimes that people are like, that's girl cute. That's not like guy cute. Like you look at homeless chic today. Like I don't dress for anybody but myself, but there are times where, you know, I could just show up in sweats. I could just do whatever, but there's a, there's a reason why I take five more minutes to get ready every day because I want to make sure that if I see a potential client or if I walk by somebody who I maybe want to talk to, whether it's a guy or whether it's a girl, like I don't go out looking 
anything but at least a seven, right? Like I try my best to be like around a seven, eight all the time. And when it's really important, I'm going for like an 11. So what I want you guys to do right now, I have a little worksheet. If you guys have a pen and paper, I want you to really take a look at your current routine, like how your week lays out. How do you feel when you start your day? When you wake up in the morning, like what is the first thing you feel? Is it anxiety? Is it stress? Is it like overwhelm? Or do you wake up with like a purpose and a plan and you get out of bed every morning thinking, I got this. I want you to just take a second and write down, how do you feel when your day starts? And I want you to look at your current routine. Do you even have a routine right now? Does anybody have a routine that they can stick to that they feel super confident in that they show up every single day? Excited. Sometimes I press snooze. I love it. Yeah. I hit snooze sometimes, but I factor that in. If I go to bed and I think I want to hit the snooze button, I set my timer for 30 minutes earlier so I can not feel bad about hitting the snooze button. And like Stephanie was saying about laying out my clothes, I lay out my gym clothes so I have no excuse. I preset the coffee pot so I get up and I just push the button. These are just small things that like get me ready to just, I have no excuse. Okay, so when we're looking at what our routine is, I want you guys to take a moment and I want you to look and see where do you spend or give most of your time? Is most of your time dedicated to things that do not fall into the self-care category? Obviously throughout the day, we have to take care of our family. We have to take care of our business, all of those things. But do you pepper in time to stop and take care of yourself? These are some of the things that I teach with um, my mentees in my program because hairdressers are the worst. Hairdressers will go all day long. They'll forget to eat. They'll forget to go to the bathroom. They won't be drinking water all day. And I know they're not alone in this. I know a lot of people work from home. Maybe you're getting up and you're snacking all day and you're eating a bunch of crap rather than having some healthy food set in the fridge for yourself. I'm guilty of that too. That's why the stretchy pants are so good. And like Joanna, I will put some jeans on to remind myself if they still fit, but I want you guys to look at where you spend the majority of your time. Are you just ingesting shit on social media where you could be spending that time stretching, where you could be spending that time walking and listening to good propaganda, like a great podcast to motivate you like Joanna's Joanna's get up girl podcast is one of my favorites. I want you then to look at this and what could you change? What could you change in your current routine that would eliminate you staying up late or hitting that snooze button or not giving yourself time to get a workout in? And then what could be completely eliminated? What in your current routine right now that you've used in your mind, maybe not out loud, as an excuse as to why you're, you're maybe not where you wanna be? What could you totally eliminate? Like what is like keeping you from that thing that you say you want super bad? Oh, Dina, I love this. My routine is on point. You hired a coach, Amy. Oh, Amy's amazing. Absolutely. I recently set time parameters on social media. How many of you guys struggle with scrolling aimlessly on social media? I am fully guilty of that. Fully guilty. Eliminate turning off the TV in bed. I got rid of my TV in my bedroom because I had that issue. Cause I, I'm one of those people, if there's a show on, I cannot go to sleep until it's over. Yeah. Social media distractions seem to be pretty huge. Anybody else? I want to hear what your routine is that you are doing that you love or what you could eliminate in the chat. Send me a little what you could be eliminating or what you would want to change in your routine. And then I want you guys to look at what's good and brings you joy. What do you love about your routine every day or the days that you do implement it? How do you feel when you do those things that make you feel joyful? Does it bring you happiness? Does it make you want to put a marble in the, in the, in the jar? And then where could you create more space to do those things? Where in that day could you create more space to do the things that bring you more joy? For me, 
building my brand and creating more revenue is bringing me joy. So right now I'm in the phase of working a lot and that's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty good for me because I did take a moment of time during this first bout of quarantine when we were sent home. Like I had just opened my salon back in October. So I've only been open a year and I'll tell you the pandemic was not part of the business plan. So a brick and mortar salon where like this shit was like, I've had to fucking pivot. I could have cried in the corner and just given up, but instead, luckily I had already had my pause in the idea of creating a coaching business for hairdressers. And so I just took it and ran and I've spent every last dollar and I've done every last thing I can to create this business out of nothing. And I'll tell you, there's some days I don't want to show up. And sometimes I have to give myself permission to not show up. But when you set yourself up to win with having non-negotiables, like I still got on the bike this morning for 20 minutes and rode. I still show up every day to doing the things I told myself I was going to do, even when no one else is looking, because it's not about them. It's about you and I, it's about what makes you feel good. So at the end of the day, sometimes it's about the quality that you're willing to pour into your own life versus the quantity of what's going on around you. But I want you guys to take a look at what you've written down. And then how would you feel if your non-negotiables were established? What are some things that right now you are willing to commit to in front of this group in the chat that we can hold you accountable for? Because Joanne has now connected us and we are forever a group that can stay connected through social. Maybe Joanne will throw us another party. I want you guys to make at least five to seven new objectives that you're willing to stick to. They can be the smallest thing. I'm going to wake up 15 minutes earlier. I'm going to drink two more glasses of water. I'm going to study my Spanish 15 minutes a day, no matter what. So for me, my examples here, I'll just read you mine. Mine are eight hours of sleep. Why? Because it's going to mean I have more energy and more focus. Consistent exercise for my mental health and to boost my self-care. I limit my alcohol intake, which allows me to sleep better because I love my wine. And when I don't get enough sleep, I'm moody as fuck, which means I'm a bitch to everybody else. Everyone that works for me, I'm cranky. I can't think straight. And then reading, continue to feed my soul and my brain, encourage downtime to unwind. I keep the book by my bed so that I'm not on my phone. And then schedule and family time, because right now it's so important, even if it's connecting like this, to me, this is like family time, being able to do this with other people. And then I always pocket in leaving some space for magic to happen. Because if you jam every minute of the day filled in with things, you won't have time to say yes to the things that come through that are opportunities to create. Um, a little bit more connection with somebody. Like if you were to jump off this and go straight to the next thing, like I have the rest of the day set. So if anybody wants to connect or if I want to make a phone call or if you want to get into people's DMs, like Monica said, like now's the time. A lot of times we get involved in things like this and then it's on to the next and we forget to start and go implement. We just ingest all the good stuff and then we're like, fuck, I should have done that. Or a couple of weeks go by and you're like, haven't done anything I went to that class for. So what I want you guys to do is comment what you're going to, what you're going to implement for your non-negotiables. And if you guys have any questions on what it really looks like to enforce those non-negotiables, it's really just about supporting yourself. And I feel like Monica, I really wanted to talk about like doing all of this for yourself, like those taking photographs for yourself, for your social media, like being on the other side of the camera, doing hair and makeup and styling has given me so much perspective on how people struggled with, you know, showing up in front of the camera and just turning it on. So if that is something for you guys, that's actually one of my non-negotiables that I don't have listed here is turning the camera on at least like three to five times a week, which sometimes I can do it more because I have more things going on, but just turn it on. That's why there's filters. You guys don't have to be full glam, but a little bit of lip, a good filter, and just 
share something, share something thoughtful of what you're doing, what you're, what you got going on. Even if you think your business isn't that like exciting, trust me, someone's going to want to tune in and listen. And in order to create yourself as an expert in whatever field you're in, you have to show up as the authority in your space. So I hope this gives you a little bit permit of more permission to like show up. However, I think today's uh, speakers have just like given us all the permission that we need to like authentically be ourselves in whatever capacity that might be. Um, Jennifer said she's going to take time to work on creatives for herself, not just client orders. I love that. And a lot of people have businesses that they do so much for other people. And then they don't even do the thing that they do for other people for themselves. Like it's wild. Like I've been delaying work, working on my life book. I will dedicate at least 15 minutes a day to being consistent. I love that. Um, and Esther said, every speaker has been amazing. I agree, Esther. There's been so many good takeaways from everybody. And I think that's one of the most important things is you got to just find yourself in everybody's journey and story. And I think in order to really trust yourself, like Sylvia was saying, you, you have to really like be unapologetic about who you are and what you're fucking here for. Because at the end of the day, like if you are too worried what other people think or what everybody else is doing, you want, you don't get the chance to fully be yourself. So that's really what this is all about. Like who it is that you want to be. Stephanie is here to teach you how to dress for that person. When I closed my eyes, I saw, like, I, I saw myself get out of a car and this big gown just like swept away. And I was like, am I JLo or Beyonce right now? I couldn't, I couldn't see my face. I just saw the dress open as the car opened. And I was like, is that a red carpet down there? I'm like, I think it is. Like, I don't know why I need to be on a red carpet in a gown, but that's what I saw when you asked me to do that exercise. So when you give yourself permission to dream big and to see a vision that maybe no one else can see but you, that's amazing. And it's the little steps that we take in supporting ourselves with non-negotiables, with the daily morning rituals and evening routines. Like, that's really what it's all about. Because at the end of the day, when you lay down and close your eyes, like, it's not about being perfect. It's not. It's not about who you made happy and whatnot. It's about, do you feel good about who you were for the day? And if not, guess what? The next day is an opportunity to do it all over again. And don't have shame around, I didn't do this. I didn't eat good today. I didn't drink enough water. Like, stop thinking about what you didn't do, like Sylvia said, and start congratulating yourself for the things you did do. You know what I mean? And if you got to find one thing at the end of the day to feel good about, like, then do it. Write a thoughtful comment or email to somebody. Send somebody a DM. Like, put that good shit out in the world because the world needs more of that good energy and people are buying your energy. So if you can bring your A game and bring your energy, people are going to love whatever it is you have to sell. So I've taken up enough time. I think I've rambled on and on. Um, Joanna, I just want to really thank you for creating the space like this. I feel like um, these women here are just, if I have to speak freely, like I feel like everybody's always in the space that you need them to be. So Monica, I really feel like when you were talking about just like showing up and being kind of unapologetic, I've watched Monica from a few years ago grow into this woman that she is. And she is the epitome of showing up unapologetic for who she is. And she is so willing to help other women do this. And I know Stephanie is myself, Joanna, like if this is something that's on your heart to do too, whether it's in a coaching type of form or whatever business it is that you're doing, like do it, share it. The world needs more of you being who you are, even if, you and I are talking about the same thing. Even if we're selling the same thing. And I say this to my hairdresser girls, you and I could be doing the same haircut, same exact haircut, but someone's going to resonate with you or over me. 
And that's okay. Like we can all put good shit out into the world and whoever you are, whoever you choose to be, like people like attracts like people will be attracted to your good energy and whatever good stuff that you're putting out there. So I want to remind you that these non-negotiables are there to support you. They're not there to punish you. So remember when you wake up in the morning, what you committed to and um, just sending you guys all so much love. I would love to know what your non-negotiables are. So send me a DM. It's just Jessica Bergio on Instagram. And um, you can hear more of my TED Talks on my Beauty Inspires Beauty podcast, where I interview um, other hairdressers in the industry that have come come far. Their stories really are so much more than just behind the chair stories. They're just about life and, um, you know, starting from nothing and growing into what they've become. So thank you, Joanna, for this time. I love it. Jessica. I'm committed to myself. Yes, Jennifer. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica, so much. Everybody check out her podcast, Beauty Inspires Beauty. Send her a DM. I'm going to do my non-negotiables. I kind of see it like almost like my commandments of like, these are the things that are really important to me and they shift. They will change through the seasons, you know, and sometimes they're the same, but I'm like, "Mm," or I grow into them. Jessica, I appreciate you dearly. You can always DM her at 530 or myself and we are up. We're doing stuff. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.